From the Atomes of Life, this is Atome Challenge with Brandon and Michelle. This week, we play Sweet Views at Your Side. Michelle, welcome to my Atomes of Life. Okay. Atomes of Life is what I'm going to call this void in Earth internet world that we're calling this. Atome Challenge. Atome Challenge. What is Atome Challenge, you may ask? Why have I brought you here into this world? You like Atome. Yeah. Michelle, how much do you like Atome? It's my favorite genre. <laughs> it's your favorite genre. Yeah. How, many, how much Atome have you played? God, I've, well, I don't know how many games precisely. Probably like 20. Oh, my lord. So... You're what I'm going to call the professional Atome analyst. I think if you, if anybody knows Atome between the two of us, you're the go-to person because I'm an Atome moron. I know nothing about Atome. Uh, and for some reason, I have decided to partake in one of your beloved Atomes <laughs> as an experiment, maybe a thought experiment, maybe a, a, a psychological meltdown. This is psychological. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm, so, so that's kind of what we're doing. Can I survive a full, I don't know if you call it a full playthrough, a, what I'm going to call my canon playthrough of an Atome game? Well, here's the deal, though. Sweet Fuse is an Atome game on training wheels. So if you can't survive this, you can't survive any. This, this could go, this could go very well. This could go wrong. But now yeah. let's talk about Sweet Fuse, because when we were talking about doing this podcast, Mm -hmm. You mentioned this, and the, you said one name associated with this game yeah. that I was immediately on board. This has to be the one I play. What is that name? <laughs> it's uh, It's got to be Keiji Inafune. Keiji Inafune. I hope I said that right. The producer, one of the main guys behind Mega Man, which I have played a lot of Mega Man in my life, but also the producer of, I think he had some hand in Monster Hunter and other games. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I think ahead of Concept, which I think is now Level 5 Concept. Uh, they got bought out by Level 5. Notoriously famous for that horrible Mighty Number no. 9 game, which I refuse yep, yep, to acknowledge yep. exists. I have played it maybe five minutes and turned it off. Nice. Uh, thankfully, I did not kickstart it. I wanted to, though, but I didn't. So I didn't lose money on that. I got it for free on PlayStation Plus, I think, a year nice. later. So, but anyway, this name is not just associated with this game. He's a character in this game. And I'm playing as his niece, which is just... Yeah, true. To me, that is just mind-boggling. And I, and I did look up the Wikipedia for Sweet Fuse. And apparently, yeah. Comcept had a hand in this game. But it wasn't very clear from the article I read how much of a hand they had, other than maybe just creative input. But, yeah, uh, it's not super clear. But from the beginning of this game, we are we are kissing up to KJ and Afune. And uh, I'm in love with this because it is so uh, nonsensical. Yeah, it's really fucking dumb. <laughs> so. So I'm going to tell my hater. I'm just going to be upfront. I'm not going to like this game. I'm going to I'm going to crud on this game as we go through. We're going to go through each I'll call section of the game. In this game it's called stages, I think. Yeah. 
just kind of each week. I'm going to break down, kind of inspired by Easy Allies, Brandon plays Pokemon when he played, I think he played Red, and Kyle Bossman when he was on Easy Allies played Blue. I'm just going to talk you through what I did, and, and we'll just kind of back and forth through each of it. And I'll give you my thoughts, which won't be positive probably at all times, but I do have some good things to say throughout. I can't imagine what they would be, but cool. <laughs> I do like, I do have experience with visual novels, and that is something I can kind of have a crutch, I guess, to kind of get me through this, because I like Steins Gate. I consider it one of the greatest video games ever made, let alone visual novels. Uh, and then Danganronpa, which is one of, another visual novel I'm very fond of. This is a Danganronpa-like Otome, as we'll find out. Which was another thing that, that kind of intrigued me. We're mm -hmm. doing some killing game stuff. Maybe killing does or doesn't happen. But it's kind of like that. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, so, so yeah, let's just kind of uh, go through. Here was my expectations, all right, as, 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 I, as I boot up this game. Mm -hmm. There had better be a Mega Man reference of some kind somewhere in this game i don't care if it's off-brand like you know uh super dude or you know like robot guy or something if <laughs> if i don't see a guy with a gun arm in that like 2d style like that like sort of pose that mega man does i'm gonna be disappointed i'm i want i want i want michelle because it's a danganronpa like i want there to be Killing. I want there to be killing that I accidentally caused. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, is that part of Atome? Is I, there's some choice as to where the story goes? Well, exactly. Well, it's like choice is an interesting way to put it. Basically, you make extremely innocuous decisions that will most of the time lead to gruesome death. Um, like one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite examples. Is like, should I go swing on the swing set, or should I just head home? And then if you swing on the swing swing set, you like die. And so, and, and there's no hint that that's that that's what's gonna happen. There's absolutely like, no warning whatsoever. Otome games are very like I don't know, fuck around and find out. That would make me mad, but that kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Virtue's Last Reward. Um, mm -hmm. I think there's parts of that and i like that game a lot too where but it's kind of built into the way the game works where choices you make kind of flow but then it kind of it's really spoilery to go into it it's a time loop type scenario mm -hmm. well part of it is that like once you have played enough otome games you sort of develop a sixth sense like you can tell which weird like random choices will lead to your doom because like like, just generally speaking, no detours. No detours ever. Never detour. If you walk off the beaten path, you're about to be stabbed. So, so I'm intrigued because I, I'm hoping I'm going to get some of that. I'm hoping. But I'm also remembering the whole point of Otome games is the romance. I think that's really the core here, right? In I mean, Otome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm out of my element. I'm playing as a, uh, I think, high school girl. Yep. 
by the name she's, of... She's uh, 18 in the U.S. version, 16 in the Japanese version. Oh, I'm glad they aged her up, because uh, this gets a little awkward at times, even at, yeah. with the age up, uh, as we'll get to. Saki Inafune, I am the niece of, of KJ Inafune. So, and that's going to tie into the story. So I'm a little out of my element, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in Sake's mind. I'm gonna I'm going to pick the best boy. I'm gonna pick the best dude. And you uh, picked wrong. And I picked wrong apparently, as as I've hinted to you, because I did give you some insight to the route I took before this, so you could kind of refresh. Uh, but uh, I, I will I will. This is the canon route in my mind. Whatever happens is canon. Uh, I will point that out. So I'm going to just kind of get into this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just, I'm just going to, I've got 10 pages of notes and I took notes. I'm glad I did. (laughs) Because I'm going to peel back the curtain. I had actually did this part of the run through about three weeks ago and then came down with the plague and lost my voice for two weeks. (laughs) So I'm glad I took notes. So Michelle, since you have more recently played this than me, I think if I lose some details, feel free to fill me in. Uh, That what I forgot. So I I just so I just start the intro, you know I'm expecting some epic intro because this game is insane, uh, as we'll get into. But this intro sucks. This is the <laughs> nothing's happening in this intro other than clips of cutscenes and very mm-hmm. generic. This like it's just like it's like da 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 da, and then here's some like background imagery from the game da 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 da, and I don't remember the. But like tune. a theme park blows up within the first five minutes. Yeah, but it's just like scenes from the game. There's nothing creative put into it, and then you get like these portraits of all the boys you can choose. From oh, you're oh expecting. you're talking about the opening movie. I yeah, thought you were talking opening. about the intro to the yeah, story. I was ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I- I was expecting something to really get me in the spirit, you know, like I'm ready. Like Rampa has this like really cool musical intro. That's like, Oh, oh no. I'm like, I'm ready to die. You know, I'm ready. The to are so, so much lower budget than that. <laughs> so, so I'm a little disappointed there, but I, you know what? I'm, I'm plowing through. I do have like a minor confession. Never once in my life have I watched an Otome game opening movie. Cause I fucking hate them. And I have learned not to put, any expectation into those based on this one experience. Yeah, it's bad. They're not good. Main character, I kept it canon, Saki and Afune. Mm-hmm. I get big Chie vibes from her character design. That's my immediate reaction. She's got this, and um, Chie is from Persona 4, which is one of my favorite games, so I'm always going to draw comparisons to her if, if I get any vibes. Yeah, her, I, I don't really know what it is other than she's kind of shy and has this kind of like short haircut, but I get big Chie vibes from her. No, you'll get more. <laughs> I, I did. I did get some of those. So what? she wakes up and she starts explaining to, I guess, me kind of in her mind, her self-talk to herself that her uncle has created, her uncle being the great Keiji Inafune, the Gameatorium, because it was his dream to make this theme park about video games. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. And she has... So stupid. <laughs> it's insane. So I'm already like, okay. I, I'm, I'm positive at this point, because I don't remember playing any killing game video game stories with a theme park setting. 
I think I've read Goosebumps choose your own adventure books in that setting, but like mm-hmm. when I was a kid, but not uh, not a video game. And I'm sure there's one, but I, I don't know it. The, they mm-hmm. introduce us to the intended mascot for this, and I'll get to that in a minute. Kane Debu, which will not be important, I assume, because this gets dropped immediately. Um, Do you get the like joke? A white, a white, huh? Do you get Sorry? the joke? Kane Debu. No, I don't. What's the joke? It rhymes with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Are you it's... serious? No. That was the joke? I'm pretty sure he has. Kane Debu. Wow. No, that went right over my head. Now I'm going to be looking for it. And it's, I guess it's just a white, generic, teddy bear-looking bear is what I remember. Isn't it a pig? Is it a pig? Yeah. <laughs> That's why oh, Count Hogstein is a pig also. This is three weeks ago. Yeah, okay, it's a, I, it's a pig. And at one point, I guess there's a line, I wrote this comment down, KG Inafune, known throughout the universe... Exactly. She makes some comment that this game designer has been known throughout the universe, not the world. Video game is a thinly veiled attempt for Keiji Inafune to make a game where he gets to brag about himself all the goddamn time. Which, honestly, is working in this game's favor because now I'm like zoning in on this just butt kissing. Yeah. Keiji Inafune. Really. And it's entertaining. It's entertaining to me. It makes me want to design a video game about how great I am one day. <laughs> it's at this point that, uh, you know, I, I, I make the note about Mega Man. I'm already excited about the potential for Mega Man. I want to see some Mega Man in this theme park. I want a Mega Man theme ride that they have to, like, go through or something. You know, I'm, I'm really excited. You know, it's a video game park. So, like, draw on your video games in this. I'm disappointed so far. In as far as I got with where that goes, but uh, yeah, and I eye roll at the line. I sure hope nothing bad happens today. As Sake is getting ready to go to the theme park to watch the opening ceremony of KJ and Afune's park, because I guess that's an anime trope. <laughs> it's, just, it's like I, don't, I just thought that was very eye roll. That she had the mm-hmm. opening there. We get to the park. They're having a big opening ceremony. There's a bunch of people standing around. Hey, Jane Afune walks out. And I'm going to pull up a picture of this of this guy from the game. Because I have to remember. I can't remember from memory every detail. I, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. It's a lot. Oh, gosh. How... <clears throat> He's got a top hat. Guys, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no visuals on this podcast, at least this episode. Go look this up. This is ridiculous. He's wearing a top hat with a, I think this is Kana de Boon. Kana de Boon? Yeah, Yeah, that's him. And he's pink, I guess, not white. Very light pink. Yeah, he's popping out of the top hat with a diamond around his neck. Yep, yep, yep. He looks kind of dorky, his, like, general profile. He's got a little suit piece all the buttons or or the the coat buttons are replaced with diamonds a couple diamonds he's got a big giant diamond necklace and a big red bow tie thing going mm-hmm. on it just looks awful i'm not getting good vibes from this character design he looks a little ridiculous not what i picture kj and afune he's got a cane too i mean 
Yeah. I think the cane has a hand for the handle. I don't. I think so. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, and then I I just happened to stumble on this biography. I think from the Sweet Fuse promotional material, a well-known and passionate creator of video games and the hero heroine's uncle. He is hell. Well, I'll get to this later. But yeah, that's that's it. He's forty-six years old. Legendary creator. So yeah, we're just butt kissing KJ Anafune at this point. I even put down in my notes. I mentioned the bow tie. Big Sims diamond is what I referred to. He looks like a total dweeb. I, I actually put that in my notes. And I didn't even look at that. <laughs> I regurgitated all of that. So my thoughts hold up there. He's doing this big, hey, welcome, everybody. And I don't remember the exact words because it's been three weeks. But hey, everybody, I'm glad you're here. I love video games. I'm me. I'm great. And here's my theme park. I can't wait to have a great day and nothing bad to happen. And then Count Hogstein shows up. Count Hogstein, who... <laughs> I think is one of the ugliest video game characters I have ever come across. Facts. I'm going to pull up Count Hogstein. I think they were going, and I can't remember if in Japan, Danganronpa was out at this point. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like they're going for Monokuma, which is a much superior, much more superior design in every way. And oh my I don't gosh. know that they're going for Monokuma in the looks, but definitely in the vibes. The vibes. He's a gray pig who has eyes, but I think they're actually sunglasses. And red boots. Red, ugly wizard boots with like the little curl at the toes. This weird necklace that's like a skull with the same sunglasses he's wearing. He looks deflated. He looks like a beach ball that somebody left on the beach for two weeks and no one touched, so it started to deflate and is sagging a little bit. Oh, yeah. And he's <laughs> smoking a cigar. <laughs> Just, which, honestly, that's the best part of his design. God, knowing what I know about this game, whenever I look at Hogstein, I'm like, what the fuck? He's, and if the vibe this game was going for was repulsive disgust, they he didn't have to speak. I I immediately do not like this character, and I don't know that if I if that's the way that I don't like him is the way the game wants me to not like him. I think it's just honestly I don't like this character at all. Yeah, it's bad. He is bad. Um, but he is obviously evil, which is the intent. So I guess that was achieved. He he's interrupted and he's taking over the park and he provides his motivation which I wrote down. He's mad that the park is a carousel. Was that what he said? A carousel of money? And that people are spending their money on it. So, (laughs) it's hard to, like, say this without spoiling anything, but basically, I'll say this in very vague terms. A lot of Otome games, especially Otome games that have a mystery built into them, and this is one of them, set it up so that with each consecutive route, you learn more about the mystery. And so, at this stage, on your first playthrough, you aren't going to learn jack shit. Okay. So, this doesn't make sense, even given, like, the context I have, and I think they're doing that on purpose to make you, like, confused. 
Well, I'm confused because, and my wife, Jessica, she's, she's, I actually am playing this on a Vita TV mm -hmm. on my big screen in the living room. She's watching this as I play. I'm completely mum to my opinions, which is killing me as I write these notes <laughs> because I don't want her to know until she hears this. But, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah. Anti-capitalist pig. That motivation, yeah. That motivation seems weak because I don't know if what it's. I don't know. To me, I didn't get the motivation. Again, like you said, probably more to come later if I do any more playthroughs of this game. Um, but yeah, that was a. Uh, I'm immediately not liking the motivation. Saki, ha oh, so he's he's basically doing this thing where he's like, okay, I'm gonna pick six of you to go through my whatever I'm doing here, and. You know, I, for whatever reason, Saki says I volunteer as tribute a la Hunger Games. <laughs> for whatever yeah. reason. I think because she's trying to save Keiji and Afune. Because God forbid anything happened to Keiji and Afune. I've never been that attached to any of my uncles. I'll just be real. But he's a legendary game designer. You know, he's the literal my uncle works for Nintendo of this game. That's true. So, you know, he's so legendary that she's like, I'm going to put my life on the line. Even and if KJ and Afune is okay with this, if he's not thinking in his mind, please, what are you doing this? Go save yourself. Then he's a, he's a jerk. But yeah. Also, Otome protagonists are required to have just no sense of self-preservation. So. Eh. It's just, it's well, a requirement. She, she demonstrates this several times, even in the first stage. She thinks she can, ex so, oh, it's the challenge, but he's doing some challenge where it's basically killing games and each ride or theme of each of the park, each different type of video game is its own killing game scenario. So he's challenged six people, one of which volunteered. And she's accepted the challenge due to her uncle being a game designer. I, I think that is the words they actually use, because I wrote that down. Not yes. that not that she loves him or it's my uncle, but because he's a game designer. So more of this great game designer, KG and Athena really, stuff. Not so much. Oh, boy. So we're starting off strong. <laughs> I had the con I had the thought in my head, how the hell did this pig build an overcompensation dick tower in the park and no one noticed? Because we cut back and maybe it's explained later. We cut to this giant <laughs> this giant black tower of just evil evilness is the only way I can explain it. It's very you know generic. What? I think evil. the tower might have been part of the park and he just kind of took over it. He just used it because Yeah. Yeah, it's right in the center of the park. So if it's the way I got the layout of the park. So if it's the center of the park, then KJ Anafune needs to really work on his Disney magic for his theme park, because that's not luring me there. I'm not going this thing. This I be, would. Well, I guess if it was like a, you like horror in your <laughs> theme parks. I can't wait until you get to the horror chapter. <laughs> oh, is there one? I, I'm I'm kind of happy for that, actually, because I think that will make this funny. Some of this funny. Um, of the people selected, the other people are all dudes, of course, because it's a Tome and we gotta date the boys. Yeah. And this is where I write down all of the details about all of the boys. All of them except for one are bad. 
all of them except for one are bad. I didn't like any of them. <laughs> I don't think. You know what? All of them except for two are bad. And one of them is just okay. The other three, get out of here. The first one that starts speaking to me is Subaru. And I'm hoping I'm saying their names right. Subaru Shido. Shido. All cops are bastards. Yeah, he is a bastard police detective. I wrote that his sunglasses do not go over his eyes correctly. His, yeah. he, his, he's picked the wrong sunglasses for his face. I'm just remembering the plot point about his fucking stupid glasses. <laughs> well, it got my attention, so if there's a plot point coming, the design worked, I guess. I guessed, I actually, because I knew I was going to be talking to you, I guessed this would be your favorite. Mm-hmm. It is your favorite. How did I know? He Which sucks. Shado. Subaru Shado. He's not my favorite. He's not your favorite. He's my least favorite. I He's hate your that. least favorite. I, I, I put down, I'm guessing this is your favorite. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, I'm glad I'm wrong. I'm glad I'm wrong. Uh, because he sucks. A uh, weird cross thing on his tie. I and Jess, I actually said that out loud, not meaning to mention this. And Jess pointed out it might just be a lighting, the lighting, the way they shaded the tie. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's a weird cross on his tie. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. So, so I, I guess he's religious. I don't know. And he was in charge of security for the opening ceremony, and this is why he was here. In which case, I said you <clears throat> suck at your job because you let this good. happen. So, not not a strong start for the boys. I'm already down on this guy. And we'll get to more of him later. He's got some other Wait, qualities. I have a question. Sure. When you introduce them, can I just tell you one character that they also voice? Because he's... It's it. uncanny. So, this man, not really anything in particular, except the fact that he's Balin in Balin Wonderland. <laughs> no freaking way. <laughs> and you know my thoughts on that game. And I personally, I have, I play the demo and it was the most hated game I've played in years. It's bad. And I honestly, fitting for this guy uh, (laughs) to be this character too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The second character, the first thing I wrote about him is this guy sucks. (laughs) Kimimaro, Kimimaro Urabe. Uh, this man, he, I, I said the cop is my least favorite. He actually might be my least favorite. He really sucks. <laughs> he does suck. Uh, I agree. Stupid robe. I, this is my actual word for word dose. Stupid robe, stupid hair, stupid crystal ball, stupid mannerisms, stupid, stupid, stupid. That's quote. This, this man, like, this is his worst role because he also voices, um, Aizawa in My Hero Academia. He also voices one of my favorite Otome boys in Café Enchanté. He's uh, Kepi in Sadazanmai and Victor in Yuri on Ice. <laughs> you say Aizawa? Yeah. I love My Hero Academia, just FYI. So the fact that this is Aizawa really makes me sad because this guy sucks. You know what? It was like 10 years ago. He's come far. <laughs> He's come far. You know what? We'll look at the positives. Glass half full. He can leave this off his resume. He's got better thing, bullet points for his resume now. Uh, and the only other thing I wrote, because I hated this guy so much, was he's a fortune teller. And that's all I really... 
cared to delve into what I thought about this guy because he sucks. He sucks. The next guy, Kuta Mayoshi. My favorite. This is your favorite. I said I actually wrote this is my second pick for your favorite. He's very good. He's the only gamer I respect. He's the only. I wrote belts, belts everywhere. He looks like a straight jacket. He, yeah, I think that's. <laughs> he's. I, I think he's. I think it's somewhat of a playoff straight jacket. I think it's also somewhat of a playoff of the Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts modernized belts everywhere designs. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. He's a silent type. He's very much just the video game nerd of the group. He's. He seems very to himself. Very inward. For sure. Uh, he doesn't, he's not, he's, he doesn't, he's done a lot of voice acting, but mostly he's like the dub voice in video games, you know? Yep. So, not much. And I, think, and I, and I, and I kind of thought to myself, those writing this down, they gave some of these characters more time to kind of develop themselves in this introduction sequence than others, because I wouldn't mm-hmm. write very much for him, because he's, I guess, because he's silent type, he's not going to talk to anybody. Yeah. Chido just kept going on and on and on about nothing. Um, but like, like the fortune teller in this guy, nothing, and then very much nothing, not much to go with in this intro sequence was Toa Wakasa. Wakasa, yeah. yep, yep, yep. He's who, just okay, boy. Yep. Who is a boy band guy? The Junior Juniors was the boy band he played for, which is a terrible name for a boy band. But I think uh, it's a play on Super Junior, which is a real boy band. Oh, is it? I don't know anything. I'm glad. This is why I'm glad you're here, Michelle. So that goes right over my head. Um, he's a young boy in an ugly jumps- jumpsuit. Yeah. That was all I wrote for this. And again, he's... I encourage. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. I encourage looking up these characters. Because, oof. I mean. Not a fan it... of many of them. I think you may be truly shocked to find that he is voiced by truly the most prolific voice actor, Yuki Kaji. No. Uh, yes. What did he? What's this is he Todoroki. In, oh. In oh no. This is a uh, speed o sound Sonic in One Punch Man. This is the voice of Phoenix Wright in Ace Attorney. No way. Yep. This is Aaron Yeager in Attack on Titan. And this is one of the guys I hate the most um, in this game. I love that he's Aaron Yeager, because that kind of fits. So many, so many people he has voiced. Those are just the, like, main ones, though. Oh, man. That's a shame. Again, another bullet point he can leave off his resume, in my opinion, (laughs) when he applies for his next voice acting gig. Here Mm -hmm. is, in my opinion, the best of the bunch. Ryusei Mitarashi. No, I don't like this man. He's an escort. I liked the premise. I didn't like the execution. (laughs) He's very much this... uh, uh, I guess he's supposed to be kind of the angry bro of the group. No. (laughs) I don't know. I I, I couldn't really... He kind of bounced around a little bit. Yeah, he's a lot. Kanji vibes. Kanji type of angry, bro. I really thought that he was going to be a plot twist and that he was going to be gay. I really thought that was going to be the case. but I was. You know what? I I was kind of wondering because some of the conversations with this guy, he 
he kind of lets me down. He he hasn't seemed very interested in me, but he's definitely the one I'm going for uh, out of the group. He's the at least somewhat interesting. Number one at Ulysses, Ulysses and Ginza is how he introduces himself. Number one escort. Uh, he looks like a warrior type is what I wrote down. He's got kind of a weird coat with like a fur-looking thing, almost like he's going for a warrior in a fantasy game look. Yeah. Um, I gotta point this out for your wife. Uh, he is the voice of Daichi in Haikyuu. <laughs> See, now she's gonna root for this guy, because I don't think she was a fan of me going down this, this romance route when she was watching me play. I think his other main role is that he's Sai in Naruto. Sai in Naruto? I'm not familiar with that character. Shippuden. While Sasuke is, like, being evil and whatnot, he's, like, Sasuke's replacement. <laughs> yeah, my Naruto knowledge kind of stops at the start of Shippuden because I didn't get much farther than that. So. Yeah. Weird dog collar. No shirt. Yeah. He says he has me, a style and he sticks to it. He says to me he's gonna make my wildest dreams come true, babe. Yeah. Which I was like, all right, prove it. <laughs> so, make my wildest dreams it. come true. You got confidence like that? I'm I'm just gonna pick you. You're you're the boy I'm going for. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Finally, a weird, odd choice for the six. Other players. favorites. Freelance journalist Ay Ayumo Shirabe. Yeah, he's, he's uh older. older dude is the impression I get. He came to get the big scoop on the opening of the park. The <laughs> okay. Here's the funny big thing. Scoop. They make fun of him for being old constantly. He's 30. He's 30, so he's younger than me. That's great. Um he's what I thought was a cigarette at first is actually a pocky stick in his mouth. Little, Can't be a bad influence. Can't be that bad. I mean, we've already got a pig smoking a cigar, so I guess you can't have a cigarette smoker, too. It's got to be a pocky stick. And uh, weird, a weird bandage on his head. I'm going to assume that he's clocked his head on something on the way here today. <laughs> yeah. So this man has an interesting voice acting history. I would say probably his biggest role in anime is he's Seshomaru in sorry Seshomaru in Inuyasha, um, which is Inuyasha's like moody older brother who's also kind of evil. Um, but the one I want to point out is that he is the official dub voice actor for Johnny Bravo. No way. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, I love Johnny Bravo too. Um Wow. <clears throat> I'm I'm kinda of floored by that one. I'm gonna have to listen to that now. <laughs> so at this point I have decided on Mitarashi will be the yeah. boy that I'm doing. Just from interesting character design and personality. He's got some personality. And he's got an interesting character design somewhat, so sure. Uh, you're fine, and he he promised he's gonna make my wildest dreams come true. So, uh -oh. and then I write, wait, I'm a high school girl and I'm dating an escort. So I'm I'm, I'm immediately reminding myself that this is weird. It's very weird. It's deeply weird. <laughs> it's especially weird that you've told me that she's 16 in Japan, which I guess yeah, it makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's gonna make this really 
strange as I pursue him. I also note at this point that whenever this stupid pig speaks, Count Hogstein, in some like like some like wah 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 moment happens, the sound effect that they play is one of the most annoying sounds I've ever heard in my life, and I can't. It is awful. Yeah, Otomi is not known for their sound design. No, it sounds terrible. It's it's it's. It happens all the time because every time someone dunks on this guy, which is often, um, it does that little sound effect. And his little anime, he his little art squishes really grossly and goes wah wah. And, ugh, shut up. So we've introduced the boys. Count Hogstein is like, okay, you've introduced yourselves. That's great. Seven rules. I wrote down all seven rules. I don't know if it's actually that important. They're they are important. <laughs> Um, there's a time limit for each game of seven hours. That one was important for the first game. He can't, we can't harm Count Hogstein or the piglets. The piglets are these, I call them putties when I was playing with Jess Mm -hmm. uh, from Power Rangers because they're just henchmen that have pig masks and they just, whatever, they just do what he says (laughs) and drag you around. Yeah. I had to sign a waiver, which was rule number three, which I thought was strange, because if I'm kidnapped, what does it matter? You've, I'm pretty sure you're already legally in trouble. Yeah. So why are you worried about a lawsuit? I don't know. i got to get those bases covered. I guess. I guess, you know, when you're spending 200 years in jail, it won't be 250 now. Um, if you can't beat a game, that attraction blows up. That Which is true. Is later they don't explain it here, but later someone says, "Wait, if the attraction blows up, what happens to me?" And he's like, "Well, you blow up with it." So yeah. it's implying you're gonna die if you don't beat the death game. Communication with the outside is forbidden, which I thought was pretty much insinuated by the situation they're in, being kidnapped. But okay, we can't make phone calls. Uh. And Toa, I wrote down Toa at this point comments that he was worried about talking to his agent, which I was like, Toa, you suck. Why are you worried about your agent in a time like this? But sure. Toa being the boy band guy. Yeah. Six was a little silly. You're not allowed to escape. Okay. I guess everybody dies if somebody escapes is what he's going for here. Yeah. And if you break any rules, the hostages die. Oh no! So Keji Inafune dies if we break these rules. So I can't wait for one of these jerks to try to break a rule, and then Saki saves the day because we can't let Keji Inafune die because he rules. He's the best. <laughs> Subaru starts speaking up and reveals his man complex. Yes, yeah, bad. It's revealing awful. Subaru is the police detective that sucks. Yeah, he's the worst. About every other sentence that he utters from this point on in the game involves a man should, and then fill in the blank. Yeah, it's real. It's real bad. This, this, I had already struck him out. He definitely struck out at this point. I can't stand that stuff. KJ Inafune is revealed to be trapped in a cage with the park management. Oh no, KJ Inafune and and some other dudes. 
giant metal ball dangling over this cage. I don't know why it has to be a metal ball. It couldn't be some other heavy thing, but it's a giant, perfectly polished, rounded metal ball that is can be dropped to kill Keiji Inafune at any time. So there's no getting around it. I notice at this point the number is the number seven is appearing a lot in this game. Could it be symbolism? Could it? Symbolic. And then we get to the first attraction, which is where I'm gonna break for our not sponsor. Michelle. Yeah. You know it's only thirty eight days from the time of this recording to Labor Day. Uh is it? It is. Cool. You know how I like to celebrate Labor Day? <laughs> with Omaha steaks. Now you know, you know, you can go to Omaha Steaks and order these big juicy steaks and eat them and I I've, I've heard they're good. I don't know. You know. Cool. You know, so... Omaha Omaha Steaks, you know, you know, if you're hearing me, I'll I'll sell out. I don't care. You know, give me some money. But you're not an ad. You're not a sponsor. Omaha you're don't. He's a vegan. Oh, no. Yeah, go, go, you know, get some Omaha steaks and maybe they'll sponsor me one day. So there you go. That's our not sponsor today. So, obligatory sponsorship section segment is field now. Nice, nice, nice. Profesh. It is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting it. So let's talk about this first attraction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get back to substance. It is an RPG world from Samurai Fantasy 7. So we are not at all in anything KJ Inafune, to my knowledge, has been involved with. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Yeah, We're in a... I, I don't think most of these attractions are things he's worked on. Which is extremely disappointing to me. <laughs> I'm so let down by that. Mm-hmm. It's very clearly just a play on Final Fantasy 7 with a samurai coat of paint. They're in like feudal yeah. Japan, and they're they're in a like a little JRPG world. Yeah. Subaru says that I stuck out my neck for my family, even though I was a girl. So he's bashing me just for being brave and being a girl at the same time, which is sad. He will so continue to. Subaru sucks. <clears throat> Kota says he only came to this park for free DLC. Kota is your favorite boy. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's good. So his motivation for coming to this park to begin with is revealed. He just wanted some cool DLC codes for his favorite game. I mean, can't knock it. So that's all we learn on the way to this <laughs> puzzle. So we finally enter the first room. The first puzzle. And I'm I'm actually excited at this point, Michelle, because I'm thinking back to Virtue's Last Reward. I'm thinking back to Danganronpa, the other visual novel death games I've played. And they have <laughs> gameplay segments in them. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. We're going to get a puzzle. We're going to solve the puzzle. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm observing the room. I'm noting the statue at the far end wall. I'm noting the board of like symbols. And I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm watching all this and I'm getting excited. I'm trying to like get clues as to what I'm gonna have to piece together to solve this puzzle. I'm about to be extremely disappointed. Yeah, first no. puzzle is 
yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, uh, I was extremely disappointed with where this goes. The first puzzle is a room with a new A, I think is what I wrote. Poison yeah, gas. That's pronounced. Yep. Poison gas has started spilling from the mouth of this new A. We have to slay the new A. Wakasa at this point has entered a full on panic mode. So mm-hmm. he's just Wakasa is the <clears throat> losing my voice again. Uh oh. The boy band uh kid. Yeah. He's he's pitiful. He's 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 freaking out. He's gonna cause us all kinds of problems. And yet he's not the most pitiful. But he enters this panic mode and I'm faced with my first decision. This is the gameplay of this game. I'm like, <laughs> oh here, <laughs> here comes the puzzle solving. I can examine the panels with Shadu, who sucks, Wakasa, who also sucks, and Miyoshi, who sucks. And which one? Yeah. I, here's here's the thing I'm facing. I'm I can't remember these characters' names <laughs> for the most part. I have to keep referencing my notes. But they have name cards. <laughs> no, but they're so not memorable. <laughs> you don't have to remember them because they have name cards. <laughs> oh, but. So I'm I'm griping about that, but I'm like every time they say a name, I'm like, which one of them is this? Mind <laughs> you, I am terrible with names, but it's okay. I remember them, so so I decide that uh, I'm going to examine the statue instead with Shirabe, Mitarashi, and Urahe because uh, my boy is in that group. So my decision really had no meaning to solving this puzzle. It was all about which boy I wanted to level up with. Yes. Which, although I understand that this is an Otome game, and I understand that this is the point, it can be more than that, right? It can have a little substance, right? I'm, I would say that it does. You just haven't reached it yet. Okay. That's, that's positive. Because I'm immediately, by default, comparing this to Danganronpa as I play, where Danganronpa has gameplay elements, searching the building, searching the... doing the courtroom scenes, but also has the uh, free time elements where you can then... you don't really date in that game, but you can, you know, hang out with your favorite characters and level up and learn more about them and all that kind of stuff. So, I'm like, so, let me, like, peel back the curtain for a second. So... There are a couple of different ways that Otome games are made. This one is fairly common. So essentially, in the opening chapter of this style of Otome game, you're just earning points for each character, and whichever character has the most points, or which you haven't closed off, is the route you end up on. And so because you're just figuring out which route you're on in this opening chapter, it's exclusively about introducing you to the characters and trying to, like, have you pick your favorite boy? And also, no one can die because, like, you don't want to close off your options before the game has even started because it hasn't really started yet. And so, like, it's because of how it's structured, it's hard for them to, like, really do anything in this opening bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get that. I'm just like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying, it's one of those things I'm like, you know, and this is one of those things, reasons I don't go to Atome games is because I, I have that understanding of that's what Atome games are. And I'm just like, why can't it be? 
more. <laughs> and I'm not bashing. I understand that that's the point. That's just not for me. And that's kind of why I like I like kind of this experiment of where I, I well, also to it. my knowledge, you're not attracted to men. So I'm sure that also that that is that is also true. <laughs> Uh, but uh but you know i can i can kind of overcome that uh in in video games take mass effect for example mm -hmm. um so uh but uh but uh yeah to me to me that's the struggle with me and in, in getting into this genre 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 so we find out the panels are seven warriors from the game. Thankfully, there's seven of us with five buttons on the new A. Mitarashi, my boy, Mitarashi, just starts hitting buttons at random. <laughs> He's so stupid. He, very intelligently, the the best dude. Is he? I I I, I this I guess causes poison to start spewing. <laughs> Yeah, it's, we didn't it's a push bad the move. Right, we didn't push the right buttons. Kuda remembers suddenly. Kuda, your boy. He's Kosa. like, wait a second. Wait a second. I'm only just now realizing this is from my favorite game. Samurai <laughs> yeah. Fantasy 7. He gives In me a his defense, this is some shit I would pull. <laughs> yeah, he, I think he gives at this point the details of the fight and basically tells us what the answer is, and then it gives me a decision, in which case I can choose to uh, attack the tail, which when I selected that, I got a heart bomb, is the only way I can describe it. A little icon pops up, a little bomb with a little heart on it. Yeah. And I guess I leveled... You know that you've earned a point. I leveled up with Shirabe. Which is... Uh, Again, I'm trying to remember who the heck these guys are as I play. I think this is the old dude, right? Yeah, well, he's yeah. not old, but... <laughs> yes. I got a heart bomb. I'm immediately pissed because this isn't the boy I wanted. I thought I was being smart, but no, being smart means you get the wrong boy in this game. So I'm, I'm worried I screwed up. Kuta doesn't remember the killing blow, though. He remembers everything about his favorite video well... game except the killing blow. Actually, I I don't think you made the wrong decision. I think there was only one right decision, and it just oh. happened to give you points for Shirave. I think you would have died otherwise. Really? Yeah. I should have picked that option just to see it. Yeah. Uta doesn't remember the killing blow, so we have to, like, be smart. <laughs> Shirabe's like, wait a second, I'm old, that makes me smart. <laughs> He says he remembers from Japanese lore that a Nue is shot in the neck. And then I wrote that that was wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then... Gameplay happens. What? Something happens. It's, is it? The explosive I, inside system. I won't lie, I failed this the first couple times I did it because I didn't understand what it was. Like, what the point was? I didn't realize I was making a sentence. I, it wasn't very intuitive, but the, the, the key note that I want to get out is this note. It was at this point that I realized that Saki's head is shaped like a bomb. I had not, that completely went over my head, and I was sitting here criticizing character design all throughout as I'm playing it, and that went right over my head. 
her her so her little short Chie Satanaka bowl shape looking haircut. She's got black hair and she's got the little little hair poke cowlick coming off the top of her head. She's supposed to be a bomb. She's a saki bomb. A saki bomb. So I'm sort of kicking myself <laughs> in my head and making notes that I deserve to be ashamed. <clears throat> Awaken to your destiny is important. I think that's the sentence I had to... Basically, yeah. this this section is just a bunch of sentences that were said, I guess, previously from the puzzle mm -hmm. section. And you just have to read through them and pick a section that is important and we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, that's part of it. You can pick three and only one of them has to be right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So basically it's like here's six options, pick three, hopefully you get the right one in that three. Yep, yep, yep. Not challenging gameplay, but hey. I had to do something and think. So I'm yes. This is a positive. This is good. More of this. Each of the panels represents a party member, is what we deduce by awaken to your destiny. This the the key phrase that we play in this game. Basically, we are each a, I guess, mage or monk or warrior or whatever. And the person that's lit up on the screen, the panel, has to be the one that pushes the button that does the, the killing blows. So, Shirabe was right. He just, we had the wrong person push it. So, we got lucky, basically, the first two times we pushed buttons on this stupid statue, which was silly. Yeah. But, but it was, uh, hey, I got gameplay out of it. I'm not going to bash that too hard, actually, in second, in hindsight. Uh, we learned that Mitarashi, my boy, is the monk. Irabe. Your choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Irabe, the fortune teller who sucks, is the mage. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense. I, I can go with that one. Shido is the hunter because he has a gun. Because he's a cop. Yeah. Statues. <laughs> yep. So we figure this out. We push the buttons. The statue stops spitting out poison and everyone is well. And we get a scroll. Which I didn't write down what that scroll had. So I guess it wasn't that important. Yeah. I, don't I think it was just a map to a hallway or something. Yeah. The next hallway. So yeah, so that's that's the first puzzle. So. We had one tiny taste of some gameplay, but I'm immediately, as I said, and I've reiterated, disappointed that we didn't actually get to do direct puzzle solving. So that's, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Next room is a hallway with a bunch of panels again. More of these symbols. We are going to have to figure out which of us are certain party members. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, arrows start firing out of the walls as we move past them. Oh, shit, we almost died, you know. Suddenly, I'm met with a choice. I guess Mitarashi is just about to start walking down this hallway because he's so smart. Yeah. I can just uh, stop Mitarashi from doing whatever stupid thing he's doing and getting himself shot. Yep, yep, which yep. may be in my benefit if I want to date him. Mm-hmm. Or, for some reason, I intuitively just know that Wakasa might know something. Wakasa's the boy band. 
Yeah. I think that it was because before this happened, he like was gonna say something, and then it was like, nah, it's stupid. And you're like, no, actually, do say the thing. Okay. Okay, sure. <laughs> Sorry, I have weird recollections of I, specific parts. I don't like. I I just. And that's kind of something, I, and again, I'm three weeks away from playing this game, so I'm sorry that I don't remember every single detail from the notes, but it's, I think that's another problem, is that it's just not very, very memorable. It's like, these things are just happening, you know, it's not really, like, building up. Um, but that's, I can't really be too critical on that, because I think that's just the nature of the game. Yeah. Um, I stopped Mitarashi, because, you know, he's my boy. We learned that Wakasa's the bard. Which makes sense, boy band. We learned that Mayoshi is the ninja. Yeah. The your video game boy, your favorite boy. Yeah. He He's says good. Mayoshi says, Oh, this is a rhythm game. My reflexes are close to F rank. <laughs> it's so I've dabbled. Dabbled. I like rhythm games. I've dabbled in DDR, which is what this is trying to reference, I think. And yeah. And I'm not good at it by any stretch. Um, S ranks hard, and he proves it. He does this like just crazy, and like, and there's some custom art I think for this. He's just dodging through and weaving through these arrows. He's very yeah. impressive, you know. Claps for Mayoshi. Oh, it did give me a choice to let him try it, uh, mm -hmm. which I did. Uh, which I guess gave me a heart bomb with him. Yeah. Um, and then I got a fifth choice. Um, take Urabe's hand. Yeah. Which or I don't no. remember why I had to take his hand. You were getting tired on the stairs, and so he's like, "Do you need a hand?" <laughs> oh yeah, and then I I wrote, and it wasn't what the, this wasn't what the option said, but I just wrote this because at this point I'm getting kind of like, so what I can stand in one session of this game. I wrote, tell him to fuck off, which is what I did. Uh, I told him to fuck off. I didn't get a heart bomb for Urabe. Nope. He's probably going to die because of my horrible decision. Mm. Hogstein then taunts everyone. The big television shows up. Oh, by the way, we got through that puzzle. It was some bullshit. <laughs> it was, nothing happened. They figured out, you know, to wave, I think, their hand in front of some sensors and that triggered and then they did something i don't know it wasn't that impressive it's not the, the puzzle solving is not the point nah this is a game about dating boys it's a game about dating boys and I'm, I'm dating one boy i'm dating this good boy hogstein taunts everyone over the intercom he's always watching oh he's watching us watching the last room has a Nuraihan. I have no idea how to pronounce this. Nuraihan. I don't oh, remember how sure it's spelled, but I couldn't get Right in the middle of the room. It's just a statue. It looks just like, I think it's just like a warrior dude with like a sword or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually wrote now. It's a monster. It's not a warrior dude. It's a monster that sneaks into people's homes and drinks their tea. Heaven forbid. Yeah. What a what a cool concept for a monster. I actually, I actually dig that. Just a chill monster. He's not here to do anything. He just wants to drink some tea, dude. Yeah. Chill. Pour him a cup. Sixth choice. I can check that statue of this 
tea monster with Shido and Yurabe, which is a big nope. They both suck. I can check the floor of this room with Shirabe and Miyoshi, which is a big nope, because he's old and he is a nerd. Or I can examine the sliding doors with Mitarashi alone, which is a big check mark. Yes, that's what I need. And then apparently that meant Wakasa too, but the decision did not specify that. Yeah. Wakasa just ruins my moment with Mitarashi. I'm trying to put the moves on this guy, and here comes stupid boy band kid with his crappy music. <laughs> Wakasa calls me a shut-in for not knowing who he was. I make some comment to Wakasa that I don't give a crap who he is, and I don't know who he is, and who cares? He calls me a shut-in, which is fair. All I do is think about KG and Afune all day. Creepy. We learned that, well, we, we think, we assume that Sake is the priestess because there's another set of these panels with the symbols and one of them's a priestess, so Saki, because I'm a girl, yeah. has to be the priestess. I think we touch the button and nothing happens and then Shirabe's like, wait, that must mean I'm the priestess and he pushes the button on the statue and then everyone makes fun of him because ha ha ha, you, you're a girl. Yeah. It's a big knock on this game because this is a recurring joke. It's not just yeah, one it's, character. It's not It's not great. Knocking the game here. Shirabe explains, How is this girl supposed to be a warrior? Yeah, he's, he's the worst. Shirabe! Not Shido. I would expect this out of Shido, the, the evil cop. No, how's this little girl supposed to be a warrior? Because by deduction, we know that I must be the warrior, because that's the only thing not claimed. Shido, being the gentleman that he is, the great cop that he is, says Sake must not be represented by any of the panels because I volunteered and I must have taken the real warrior's spot. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Fuck you, Shido. Yeah, he's bad. The floor reveals a katana. I don't know what happened. I guess the button push revealed a katana. The, the, again, we're not solving puzzles. The game is just doing this. The, the group puts a katana in the statue and mm -hmm. shows a door. Saki walks through it. So I think, I think what happened here, we put the katana in the statue and like a light shone or something and pointed toward a door, or maybe it just turned and pointed to the door. It's like, oh, great. The door, we're we're free, we're free, we win. Sake's very stupidly pointing going to your point earlier about protagonists being yeah. very vulnerable in these games. Just says, they oh, are. go. They have to be. Apparently we didn't solve the puzzle correctly. It was the wrong door. An arrow <laughs> flies out. <gasps> oh no, I'm dead. Or am I? Because my boy. My main man. My dude. Mitarashi jumps in front of the arrow. It takes yeah. one in the shoulder for me. Yep. So, I mean, obviously, obviously, we're lovers now, right? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I have a choice. I can say, what were you thinking or are you okay? And of course, I'm worried about my boy. I say, are you okay? 
The wrong decision. <laughs> no, that was the wrong decision. <laughs> yep. I don't know why being a jerk to him would have been the heart bomb there, but I made the wrong decision. You gotta think. Okay, so. A lot of times, reacting with anger is correct in Otome game for some reason. Like, you you probably remember this. There's um a, a part, I think, with Cop Dude where he says something sexist and then you have the option of, like, take it or just be mad, you know? Mm-hmm. The correct answer is always get angry. Always get angry, which actually is a good segue into what we're about to talk to, to get to. We had more gameplay. Kind of. Kind of. But before the, before the new gameplay element, we do have some explosive intuition where I'm just reading words and just randomly picking stuff that we haven't talked about or haven't really discussed yet. And basically, we discover, we realized, because I'm so smart, that we didn't check the base of the statue because it was made of different materials. We forgot that the base of the statue was made of different materials. Mm-hmm. Saki tries to touch the statue, but Shado grabs me. The son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> grabs me. Yeah. <laughs> the niece... Of KJ and Afune. Royalty here. He says to me, a woman shouldn't be touching that. For some fucking reason. sucks. God, he's the worst. I write down, finally. Because suddenly, Saki's pissed. Finally, something's happening from Saki. Some character. She calls out the sexism, and it gives me a choice. Suddenly, the screen starts glowing kind of red, and, you know, she's just, I can't remember if there's a picture of her on the screen at this point, but she's, she's pissed. I get a choice. Get mad or restrain myself. Now, why in the world would I restrain myself in this situation? I say get mad. Lightning suddenly crashes down on Shadow, and I get a heart bomb from Shadow. Yeah. Basically, this is a mechanic where she gets mad and then she yells, what's wrong with you? If you say get mad and the screen, like, like an explosion pops up on the screen and like a big portrait of her getting mad pops up and she just tells this guy off and basically tells him to fuck right off. It's great. It it. is great. I actually really enjoyed that. I actually really liked that. This was the big positive. If there's more of this, I'm I'm very positive going forward. Maybe it was a slow start, you know? Maybe we're just learning. Maybe I'm new to Atome, but if I can just get pissed at people and, like, wreck shit, I'm good. Like, even if it's verbally only. Yeah. If I can get pissed at somebody and kill them, that is, like... A plus. I'm I'm okay. I'm hoping I can get pissed at Arabe and push him in a pit somewhere, and uh, that's what I'm hoping <laughs> for. I feel like that's not coming, but I really hope it is. I can say nothing. So we tell him off. He's I guess somewhat sorry for what he said. I get a heart. Like I said, I got a heart bomb from him. Suddenly, the uh, I guess he lets me touch the thing, and the katana turns like a handle. Mm-hmm. She turns the statue, and the head pops off, and we find somehow that points us to the exit. 
Yep. I think it was a map or something that popped off or something. Yeah, I don't really remember. We got a uh, chest with a piece of paper with the word sun written on it, is what I wrote. And I'm noticing my handwriting is getting very poor at this point. I think I was mm -hmm. getting a little bit toward the end of my limits <laughs> with, with where I could go in one session on this game. And I'm going to try to wrap up because we've gone a while now. Count Hogstein is tricked by Shadow into freeing the hostages if we beat the challenges. I guess he says something like, hey, if we win the challenges, you should let him go. And I guess Count Hogstein just kind of has a lapse of intelligence and says, yeah, sure. I wrote down that Count Hogstein is a gentle maiden. Somebody refers to him as a gentle maiden, I guess. Is he, he a, refers is to he, himself as a gentle maiden. <laughs> he refers to himself as a gentle maiden. So I, I thought that was odd. This, yeah, sure. this doesn't make sense until you've played New Game Plus. <laughs> New Game Plus. Um, another bomb moment happens. Hogstein starts insulting everybody. I say get mad, and if there's not going to be, I'm just going to say it right now, there's not going to be one time that I ever push not get mad. I'm going to get mad every time, because this makes me happy. She tells him to fuck off. Shirabe comments about my anger that I'm really full of piss and vinegar. My one of my favorite lines. <laughs> Which is man, you're old. Uh I get a choice. I think I'm at the boat at this point. So we mm -hmm. we after this, he's like, okay, it's nighttime, go, you know, go do your free time or whatever. The free time mechanic in this game, I guess, is we live on a boat and yep. at night I get to pick one of the boys to yeah, with. to to chill with. So, of course, I picked Mitarashi. No, wait, no, before that, sorry, we haven't made it to the boat yet. We're going to the boat. And I'm hanging out with Wakasa, Shido, and Arabe. Mitarashi mm -hmm. goes to an office, so I go visit Mitarashi. I think I get a choice here. Mm -hmm. I accidentally touch his hand while I'm visiting him in the office. There's, uh -huh. ooh, I touched your hand. He's a little beat up from saving my life, so I bandage up his wound. I... I, but I saw, I think this is from the game. I was As I was bandaging, bandaging up his wound, I saw his other areas. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, oh his God. other areas. I'm like, ooh, look at those other areas. I tell him, <laughs> I tell him thanks for saving me. Get the Mitarashi, fuck out of the Mitarashi, he's, this, he's, this is where he starts letting me down. He says, I hate kids. Does he, though? He says, I hate kids. Okay. And I, I get a sense that he's talking about me a little bit there. And I'm a little bummed. A little heartbroken. Start to shed a tear. He says, I'm here for the ladies, not the kids. <laughs> I'm only 18. I'm not a lady. Yeah. I get a choice. I can tell him, don't treat me like a kid. Or I could say my dream is to become a wife. <laughs> Which... Ugh, why, why is this an option? Ugh. I laughed I to... audibly, I think, at this. I had to pick that option and see where it went. Why? Because uh, it was funny. Honestly, at this point, I was just ready to have fun with this game. I picked that option. It was obviously the wrong answer. 
Um, I think <clears throat> I missed out on a heart bomb by picking it. I think you definitely I, did. Yeah, I I think uh, I think uh, I think it doesn't even like have that very funny of a result. I think he's just like, huh, and that's like, yeah. So whoops. Yeah, like what so can you say to that? I, I mean, sure. Will you take me? I don't know. <laughs> A ship arrives. This is the ship, the hotel that leads to the night mechanic. And then I get to choose, basically, after I'm introduced to the ship concept, who do I get to hang out with at night? I gotta make up my stupid blunder from earlier to Mitarashi. We're looking out mm -hmm. at the city on this boat. Mitarashi says, pretty... This is... Oh, man, my handwriting. I must have just been done. <laughs> pretty stern, hateful heart. Like a person. I don't know what that means. I think that's what I wrote. I... And then Saki says, I'm basically an adult. I understand all sorts of stuff, which is a great way to prove you're an adult. God. Saki, stop. Old, I know all kinds of things, you know. She's not helping her case. My hair was wet for some reason, I guess, but water splashed or something. I don't know. Or you might have taken a shower beforehand. Maybe. Probably. I was probably trying to, like, pretty up and impress him with my adult areas. God. <laughs> my, hour, my hair was wet, so he picked me up and took me to the door. I guess he just picked me up. And like an adult, I wrote this, like an adult, I pouted about it. Ugh. This is a bad round. So why did you pick it? Because he was the best boy of the bunch. He's not, no. So, and that's basically it. Uh, that's kind of where it ended. There was a weird flashback scene with a locket. Yeah, you're not going to understand this unless you get seven playthroughs deep. Yeah, I'm like, what? And then some kid wants to go to the park? But mom wants dad to sleep in, so we have to go later in the day. He was working very hard. What? <laughs> this this yeah. random flashback to something that yeah. if it's going to take seven playthroughs, I'm worried I'm never going to know. I'll tell you once you're done. So, wow. Crazy. Um, and that's it. And, and after that scene, there was no way I was playing more. But I think that was literally the end of the... Of the stage is what they call it. So day mm -hmm. one's done. Wow, Michelle, what is this? What am I playing? It's Otome Light. Oh boy, this is intro to Otome. This is so, the first Otome game I ever played, and it um is definitely weak shit. <laughs> so when you say this is weak. Does that do you mean other Same. Atome games are crazy? Well, yes. There's no samurai vampires. There's no end of the world. You're not dating a biblical angel or a biblical demon. You're not a girl whose flesh can like melt metal. Therefore, you can never touch people for risk of dying. And then you use that to fend off Jack the Ripper. You know, like it's just, <laughs> it's just. Not as crazy as other Otome games. And there's less gore. There's no sex. Sorry for the spoiler. Uh, um, she's apparently 16, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
and it's it's just very tame compared to other otome games which is a, appropriate for the age of the protagonist but like generally speaking i would say this is like a good introduction to otome because it like it's just getting your toes in the water getting my toes in the water and i and honestly if this is getting your toes in the water then otome must be a wild ride because this was some of this was insane the pig character yeah. here, count hogstein is oh like, my god I've told you about the Otome game where you dig up Jesus, right? No. There's an I Otome believe- game where you dig up Jesus. <laughs> That's insane. I'll have to hear. I'll have to look that one up. I, I probably won't play that one <laughs> ever. <Yeah. laughs> I'll look that one up later. Um. So yeah, this is this being my first Otome game, and not at all a genre I would ever dabble into outside of this little experiment. Mm-hmm. I'm not impressed that much. It has gotten better toward the end by introducing this bomb mechanic. Yeah. So I'm hoping that gives me options to make this interesting. Like, I'm assuming there is actually deaths in this game. I think you hinted at that earlier. I mean, depends on if you around, like avoid the flags or not, but yeah. So I'm looking forward to death in this game because I have characters that I'm rooting to die. Rooting for it to die. Irabe's number one on that list. He sucks. Why though? Oh, you're right. Shadow right, right. is second. He, when he dies, I'll be funny. If I can have one scene, and I'm hoping it's Irabe, that I can push somebody off a cliff, that I can, like, get mad and they stumble into a bed of knives or something. Like, something like that would make me happy because then it becomes more than just dating. And that's that little extra little pinch of salt that I think this game needs right now. But, uh, I mean, it's fine. The KG and Afune stuff really drops off at this point because I'm assuming we're just not going to see him much at all unless somebody does something stupid and tries to get him uh, killed. I can't say anything. Okay. And I'm also somewhat thinking that this is just KJ and Afune's ultimate evil plan in that he's doing some tests to see who the best gamers are or something. That'd be and, interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm waiting for uh, to happen. And that's probably playthrough number 20 before I get to that part. But, but yeah, no. that's it. That's sweet fuse at your side. Day one. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll keep playing. Good job. You made it through. <laughs> so, I'll close it there. Um, if you are watching this and you liked this, let us know. Comment on whichever site this gets posted to. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess leave feedback if I talk too much and didn't let Michelle rave about Atome. <laughs> if I uh, hated on your Atome too much, um, that I, I really don't care. There's too many sweet fuse <laughs> defenders out there, so I think you're okay. So yeah, just a neat little experiment. I hope people enjoy it. I had fun. Honestly, I had fun delving into this, Michelle. Uh, I am actually having fun, even though I'm I glad. bashed on the game. I I did have fun taking notes and dabbling uh, into this genre. So we'll keep it going. So That's thanks, good. Michelle, for joining. I'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs>